We haven't done this in a while. Yeah, you're goddamn right we haven't. Yeah, last year. Recording in progress. Yo, 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 it's your man's Big Daddy Roughneck. You're tuned in to the Gary Brugman Podcast. Prepare to be entertained. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 81 of the Gary Brugman Podcast. I'm here with my brother Big Daddy Roughneck, my brother Kevin Butler. We're going to have a great episode for you today, so hang on to something tight because we're going to be bouncing off all kinds of guardrails today. So, let's get to it. Hey everybody, what's going on, man? Welcome to episode 81 of the Gary Brugman Podcast. Um... It's been a good weekend for me, brother. Good to see you, TJ. Good to see you, yo, Kevin. Yo, yo. Yeah, good to see you too. I'll see both of you. Well, before we get started, you know, can't miss me. Can't miss me. This I know, they, dude. Can you turn that shirt down a little bit? I'm gonna have to adjust the colors here when I edit this. <laughs> You're always editing something it's, with me. I don't get it. Man. It reminds me of that Triumph song, "The Blinding Light Show." Man, <laughs> I love what it says though. Blue collar American. Yes, I am, and yes, we are. With that black rifle coffee. There yeah, you go. Blue collar than that, right? Yeah, I've got a case <laughs> of that in the refrigerator. <laughs> Bro, I've got some black rifle coffee and a warfighter tobacco cup. Can't go wrong there. Nice. Nice. Mm. How, how are you doing, Mr. Brugman? I'm good, bro. I had a good weekend. I got this cough in my throat that I've had since they tricked me. And What's uh his name? It's, it's still kicking my ass, man. I still got that dry cough. <clears throat> it's driving me nuts. But other than that, I'm good, brother. Life is really good. You know how it is. It's not easy. It's not fair. But fuck, life is good, man. You know? Damn right. Gotta be blessed to be alive, man. Yeah, um, thank God. Open my eyes to another day. Got to see my brother Kevin this weekend and my and uh, some other brothers from Illinois and Wisconsin came down to Houston, spent the weekend in Houston. Uh, had the other the- Kevin. The other Kevin. The other Kevin, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. Specific. Dude, so 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 me me and Kevin went to a Chad Prather show in New Braunfels, and then Kevin showed up and I met my and I ran into another buddy of mine, Kevin's. So I was like, hey, it was Kevin, Kevin, and Kevin. It was like KKK. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. You can hey. trigger some people. I don't give a Two fuck. It's my show. Two out of three were black guys. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just letting you know. So that's not like that. Popular so, name in that decade, I guess. Well, you know. You know what's funny is I never used to run into anybody named Kevin when I was younger. It seems like one. now that I'm older, I'm running into people that are named Kevin. Yeah. yeah at least one. There was always at least, at least one in the group. But I I had a really good weekend in Houston with some good friends. Picked up a, uh, picked up a SIG P320. Be- beautiful, beautiful gun, dude. I love this damn thing. Empty. I love this guy exercising the Second Amendment. Dude, right give me my no Second end. Amendment right back. See what happens. Show, show me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but my weekend was really good. Had physical therapy yesterday and today. Have some more tomorrow. And hey, um, so you finally got a steak over there at uh, Taste of Texas. Oh my god, that was so good. I got I got so freaking fat that day. I had Shout I had to add Niner. I had yes, oh, I had the uh, nice. I had a New York strip with a baked potato, and then we had the pigeon in the beginning, which are the quail the bites. Pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> were they New York pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, Ed, Ed, was it tough? Was it a little tough? <laughs> I heard even the pigeons are lively in New York. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> dude. Ed and Nina don't like it when I call it pigeon, but when I first, when the first time I ate there, 
you know, I didn't know what to eat, so Ed was recommending stuff. And uh, he's like, so I ordered you the quail bites. I was like, quail bites? Well, the quail bites. He goes, you know, quail. And, and the only thing I remember, I'm from Brooklyn. The only thing I remember about quail was that little cartoon on Bugs Bunny where he was, <laughs> and he kept, he kept flipping his freaking thing back. Oh, yeah, I was like, right. So I was like, quail, you mean like, like pigeon? And it's like, no, it's not a damn pigeon. <laughs> so since then, that's I've called funny. it pigeon because that's the only thing I can picture when I get served. But, dude, it's delicious. <laughs> if you've never tried to taste the Texas in Houston, you got to go. Oh, me and Terry tried on the way home from Texas. Great meal. Great meal. And that cake, I, she got the seven-layer chocolate cake. Yeah. Thing was huge. Took like three days to eat. Dude, it was good. <laughs> you know? And and my brother Brandon from uh, Illinois scored me three Champagne PD Challenge coins. Oh, nice. And he got me... This badass Border Patrol coin. Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> and and he said this one's a personal between him and I. It says, I ain't afraid of no virus. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice one right there. You got to definitely tear that one all the time. It's a Corona Buster. Nice. Corona Buster. Yeah, because he, he had it as well, and he ended up with a collapsed lung. And, but he didn't oh, have it shit. as bad as I did, but he made it through. <clears throat> so... But um, yeah, man. What'd you do this weekend, bro? Either one, either one of you, speak up. <laughs> I I I I did a couple hours on the motorcycle. Nice. A lot of hours of pain. <laughs> yeah, you you were telling me your your sciatic's killing you, right? Sciatic is through the roof. My man. goodness. Sorry about stress. that. I've, a lot of lot of stress in my life. I've had it, so I know how it feels, brother. Yeah, it'll go away eventually. And everything else is good? You're, you're starting treatment next week? Yes, I will be. Uh, well, on the last episode of the Gary Brugman podcast, uh, I was going in for testing to find out what my options were. And uh, chemo is basically my only option at this point. So I'm going to take a risk at doing chemo, which one of the drugs might affect my neuropathy negatively, and it's irreversible. So if that starts to happen, it's it's it's... You know, which way is the most beneficial way? Right. You know, I don't want to mm -hmm. end up in a wheelchair either. Right? No, no, definitely not. So chemo starts next week, and uh, yeah. Well, you know, we'll survive. <laughs> you got me, Kev, your whole family. You know, extended family, Dave Devito, Cami, uh, everybody that listens everybody is praying for you. You know, this. so yep. And those yep. prayers work, bro. Because when I was in the hospital, I felt them. I felt the prayers coming in. And um, it's the whole reason I'm here. I firmly believe I wouldn't have been here it's without all the prayers. Funny you say that. Funny you say that because when I start slipping into that darkness, and you know what I mean, when I start slipping down into that darkness, I feel, I feel the prayers bringing me back out of it, not letting me get into the darkness. So I appreciate all the prayers, and you're right, they do work. Prayer is powerful, man. The incredible, po the incredible power of prayer. Yep. And positivity. Yep, exactly. So how about you, Kev? How was your weekend? Yeah, mine was kind of mediocre. I just kind of hung out and did some work and stuff like that. Worked out a little bit. Nothing major. Just nice. kind of doing the every, everyday thing. Nice. I had a... Uh, Talk to er you. <laughs> early, earlier, in the, earlier in the week, backing up a little bit, on uh, November 10th was the Marine Corps birthday. And as usual, I had a great time with my extended Marine family. You know? Yeah. 
Um, w- went down to uh, the Grunt Style Social, with, hung out with Warfighter Tobacco and, and my bro, uh, Hooligan Mikey. Mikey oh, Fahey, Mikey. yeah, and uh, and it's Jack Mandeville and everybody. First, Jack, Jack jumping out of what Jack Cage was wearing. <laughs> First, Did you see what Jack was wearing? Jack was ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, and and First Sergeant, and you know everybody over there was such a really it was such a great time hanging out with the Marines. And then from there we bounced off to a uh, Thirsty Horse, and took over that place and sang mm-hmm. cadences and songs and. Yeah, it was it was a really good night for the Marine Corps birthday, so it was really good. Got Mikey out there singing cadence for everybody. Dude, he sang it like three times. By the end of the night, his voice was gone. Always, every year. Yeah, well, dude, he 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 puts it out there. He doesn't, you know, he, pussy he put puts the motherfucker. All into that. When he does it, he's yep. screaming. Dude, like, you know what's really funny? So I, I love watching him because when you think Marines, you think Mikey. <laughs> you <Right>. know, <clears throat> he's like the epitome of a freaking Marine. Right, you just know? give him the, the the blues and the sword. And yep. yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so. But, man, glad everybody had a good weekend. And, um, yeah. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. <laughs> Got to that, soothe that throat, man, because I'm getting ready to cough again. So tell me, man, what's your opinion on uh, on the on the Rittenhouse thing? Ooh. We gonna bounce off a guardrail that yep. fast, huh? Yep. Damn, we're Boom. getting into it. Kevin, you take this one first, please. Oh, uh, you want me to bounce off this one first? Okay. Like, <laughs> it, it, it seems to me like the prosecution is completely—they're just stupid. Like they're the, the like the stuff they're trying to bring up and like pin it on and everything. They, they, they were saying something to the effects too of what was it like when they were going over hollow points. And stuff like that, trying to say that it was like an explosive blade. It explodes on impact and all these crazy things. And it's like, what are you talking about? No, that's not what a hollow point does. Right. And then also trying to pin it on, like, because he plays for, or, or he actually himself was like, I do play first person shooter games, but it's not like that. And they were trying to say, like, oh, you're running around trying to kill everybody like that. Those guys were attacking him. Right. Back in and I don't understand. Like we were talking oh, earlier. Like we were talking earlier. I don't know mostly what. Mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful protest. Yeah. Like we were... everything in the background is on fire in the videos that you watch. Yeah, but like we were saying so... earlier, dude, I don't know what relevance that has to do with anything because, you know, like I said, I, I play, I've played Donkey Kong. You don't see me jumping in the freaking gorilla cage at the zoo. You know, right. or, we, or or Frogger back when we were kids, or, or uh, Pac-Man as uh, you don't try to chew on Ghost. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's just ridiculous. Like it's irrelevant to what you're trying to make us, you know, make stick. Yeah, but supposedly to make him into a, a bad person. Yeah, but that, that, that's what they're trying to did do. A, prosecution did a great job at proving the defense's point. Yeah, yeah, they, they did a great job of fucking themselves. Is what they did. You know, yeah, I, I tell you what, that dude's career is done. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. done. The judge laid into that guy so bad so many times on, on how basically like all of his facts and statements were just so ill prepared. Like he's like, you you should have went to a different law school yeah. or something because you're proving the point for Rittenhouse on how stupid like you're trying to bring up some things that are irrelevant. Like, I mean, just like quite literally the guy himself that uh, had the gun that had, I think, his arm. You know, the, the, what was that, the meme you sent me, Gary? Some freaking, uh, yeah, so, so, some so, lefties so, are born and then some are made. Yeah, <laughs> some lefties are born, some are made. Yeah, exactly. That guy was definitely made to be a lefty after that one. Right, um, exactly. But he literally himself said that 
he was walking toward him, yep. raised his gun, and that is when he actually returned fire. Yep. So what self else defense. I mean, what yeah, that, can there's you no, say? There's nothing else to say other than self-defense. Yeah. Y'all been tuned into this? You watched the closing statements? I wa- know, yeah, as much as I could. Not all of them, but right. I watched them all. So, so there's one point where the prosecutor is trying to say that uh, he shouldn't have shot the first guy, the one where the bullet went in his back and then came out his, his butt, his butt cheek. Okay. <laughs> Saying so they're showing he's showing the video as he's giving his you know closing argument, and he go he slips and he goes look as you could see. Look, as you could see, how close he, I mean, how far away he was. I, yeah, he was I trying saw that. To, he was trying to give a a, a... a distance. A distance, and even four feet, I think, was being generous. Right, right. You know that? The guy was that, on, yep. that guy was on, up on top of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they were literally chasing him down in the street. The kid was trying to escape. Yeah. I mean, at that point, if it was me... I would have probably gone to jail because I would have probably shot more people than that. Like at that point, like if you're telling me I'm running down the street and I've got a mob everywhere, everything's burning. You're like in the middle of chaos. Two in the chest. (laughs) With a skateboard. And then the other guy's aiming a gun at you. I'd have been like, I'd be like, all right, here we go. Game on. I'd have just freaking locked and loaded and started being like, watch this. I'm going to start clearing the street. But I think, I think, but what I'm, what I'm worried about is right now outside the, courthouse you've had a bunch of people chanting you know that they need to make the right decision i don't know what the actual chant is but if they don't make the right decision the whole city's going to burn and right. and they were saying on the news that they jurors can hear that right so is that going to because if that's not jury tampering i don't know what the fuck is you know what i mean well i, I they already have enough to declare a mistrial right 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 they way enough all he's got to do is just slide that paper over and that's it we start over again right right Unless he does it with prejudice, then that's then that's done. But I don't know if they'll do that. But dude, well, let's that, talk about the crying when the kid was on the stand. When when Rittenhouse oh, was on the stand, I'm not done talking about the jury. Oh, okay. okay but go <laughs> ahead, go ahead, you, go ahead. Talk about the crying. It's your it's your turn. No, no, I was just bringing up that point. Don't forget about this kid crying and everybody talking shit about him. Yeah, well, he was faking it. He was faking it. I didn't see one real tear. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. Nobody sees it from outside the box. Just remove yourself and take in the facts and look. Everybody in that situation would have acted the same way. Yeah, but they're not in the same situation because they don't know. The fucking prosecutor don't even know how to hold a rifle. Dude, dude, Bongino killed me when he showed him like this. He goes, look at that chicken wing stance he's got there. <laughs> look at that chicken wing stance. He's like this with the freaking rifle. Dude, I, I lost you- it. You would think that somebody that's going to be like a prosecutor in these kinds of cases all the time, or even now, you would need some kind of like weapon knowledge. Like, why didn't you go out and look things up? Dude, even even if you're if you if you're not proficient with firearms, if you're going to be trying a case, know how to use one. That's what I mean, or at least like get the jargon down as because that's the one thing that drives me nuts when it comes down to a lot of these politicians. These lawyers, everything like that, and they started throwing out it. So you know, it's a rocket propelled, fifty caliber, shoots a right. thousand rounds a minute. Of white phosphorus operated, aerospace, you know, geographically, <laughs> you know, triangulated. You're like, shut up! You don't right. even know what you're talking about. 
You so, just sound ridiculous. Truly. So, so if he's found not guilty, which I don't see how they cannot find him not guilty, but if he's found not guilty, uh, how bad do you think the riot's going to be? I think it'll be bad. I think it'll be yeah, bad. Yeah, I, I agree. 5,000 National Guard troops are already activated. Are they really? Where were they, where and, were they during the riots? Right, exactly. Exactly. They're guarding the White House. And, and the reason this kid was out there, dude, and, and, and the best was uh, the, 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 uh, the prosecutor was like, but you were in Kenosha. He's like, yeah. He goes, he goes, but you live in Antioch. He's like, but my dad lives in Kenosha. I was just yeah. protecting the community. You were defending your home, but your home is in Antioch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but my dad lives in Kenosha. Oh, uh, Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, like, the worst thing they could have probably got him for, like, realistically, that anything would be maybe the gun charge. Like, no, you know they dropped mean? it. No, no, yep. I know they dropped it, but I'm saying, like, the, the worst thing they could have realistically got him for, though, no, was, like, the gun thing. But they said that it, the only thing that stopped it is because it was said that if you had a short barrel rifle or a short barrel shotgun, that right. was the definition right. of not right. allowed to carry that weapon. So, and also, right. the weapon was already in Wisconsin at his dad's house. He didn't cross it over <laughs> state lines. Like I'm saying, though, that would have been, like, the only thing that could have possibly so the, so the judge the judge actually made the prosecutor say that there was no crime there he goes okay mm -hmm. well i'm dismissing it so you're mm -hmm. telling me that there's no charge there's nothing to be charged here yes okay dismissed <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> man what i'd love to hear you know what i know how this kid feels right now when he's awaiting this verdict my deliberation took six hours and that was the longest six hours of my life and yeah. um and and the and the jury in my trial actually asked the judge for some clarification on some of the testimony. The judge said no. He goes, no, you 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 heard the testimony. You can go off of that. So, but I'm deal with it. Yeah, pretty basically. much. Yeah, pretty much deal with it. But um, you know what? I forgot today, brother. What? I forgot dedication. Dedication. I was gonna say something a minute ago. Well, you should have said it. You should have said it 18 minutes ago because that's when I was supposed to dedicate it. But this... hey, so let's go back in time 18 minutes, and you should dedicate something. Yeah, let me rewind, Hona. But um, <laughs> nah. But, uh, before I forget, this episode is dedicated to my brother, canine supervising border patrol agent, board star agent Dan Cox, who lost his life in the line of duty on July 31st, uh, 2021. It broke my heart. I miss him every day. Talked about him last podcast. And um, I, I, I'm going to air some of his stuff on the next podcast because uh, we had a good conversation with him last year on the uh, 96th birthday of the Border Patrol. So, Dan Cox, this podcast for you. I know you're still up there watching my back. Love you, brother. Love you, brother. Oh. But yeah, man, it's it's just been it's just been crazy how how everything is upside down in the world, not just here, but especially here in this country. You know, we've always been <clears throat> we've always been the country that's been in control, the superpower, the, the we've always been the example of a good life because this is the land of milk and honey. You know, this is fucking America. You know, and just. For the past 10 months, since, since this shitty administration took over, it's turned everything upside down. It's like they want to destroy the country, you know? The rumors are now that the, the, the POTUS and the V-POTUS ain't getting along. Go figure. They didn't get along during the debates. 
Hey. One of them doesn't even know what they're, well, actually, one of them doesn't know where they're at, and the other one doesn't know, know what they're doing. Exactly. <laughs> so they, they, they had the uh, press conference of him signing that that trillion dollar $1.2 right? trillion, dollar, yeah. Yeah, signing away our freaking future, basically. Now, something I didn't notice before, but I went back and researched it, and it is true. The presidential seal on the podium is blurred out. Is it? Yes, and it's raw footage from Kamala Harris's uh, Twitter account, the video that she shared directly. Hmm. I'm gonna have to check that out. That's yeah. Weird. Now, why would why would they? Uh, yeah, like block out the the presidential yeah. seal. Yeah. No idea. Weird. No idea. I'm weird. gonna have to check that out. All right. Now that we got TJ's conspiracy theory for this episode. Ah, <laughs> ah. You know what? It's a conspiracy theory till it's true, and then what? Hey, hey, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna have to get an alarm button because you can't say shit like that. Why hold not? on, be- because hold on. Um, for the alarm right now, there's gonna be. Coronavirus. I hear with that weak shit. I'm telling you, shit is real. Shit is getting real. <laughs> but um. Oh, miss me with that shit, please. I know, right? <laughs> hey, I wish it would have missed me, but I caught it, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. <coughs> that shit was rough. Look at you. Kick, hey, kicking you guys, its ass. Um, did you guys actually see anything on, uh, I think his name is, uh, what is that? The one I was trying to tell you about last time that talked about the coronavirus stuff. That, uh, is it Ron Johnson from Iowa? That's Is that the senator? Ron Johnson? Couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, I think so, but I couldn't remember who it was that you were talking yeah, about. He had a commission or whatever like that this week that just passed or whatever um, with all the people that have had adverse effects from the uh, the actual, you know, from the injection. Jab? From the, yeah. And then he had a breakdown, and I've, I've got like a picture where I, I, uh, I took a screenshot from the thing where he was going over like the comparison between new vaccines and the coronavirus va- vaccines and like what, what uh, kind of a damage it's done versus and then in, in the time frames as well. So if you go off of the overall like flu vaccines, there's been 1,900, 193,712 adverse events. And then it says over a year that means there's like seven thousand five hundred ninety six that you know yes. happen per per year. Right. Okay. And then total deaths is like one thousand nine hundred nine hundred and one thousand nine hundred and ninety six, averaging seventy eight per year since since it's happened. And that's over a twenty five years, over twenty five years for the flu virus. Right. If you do the COVID over ten months Averaging per year, so the flu virus was uh, per year average was seven thousand five hundred ninety six. The COVID is eight hundred and eighteen thousand and forty four. One hundred and eight times as much. Dude, that's that's and just going to get in. flagged. And then if you go, <laughs> it's going to get flagged, right? And then if you go an average per year of total deaths, so there was seventy eight for the flu virus. The coronavirus is 17,128, which is 220 times as much. So there is definitely a lot of disinformation as to what's going on and, like, what kind of adverse effects you can get from the coronavirus. So 
Dude, I'll tell you what, I'm feeling all kinds of adverse effects. I was talking to my buddy because he had it as well, my buddy Brandon. And uh, yes, I hit him with, let's go, Brandon, all weekend long. But, um, <laughs> dude, we, we were out, we were out in the that. restaurant and we were done. I was like, all right, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> oh, I hit him all the time. But, but, dude, I've got like, he's suffering from it too, but I've got like COVID brain where I can't remember a bunch of shit. You know, like oh, so your cognitive, your cognitive, like uh, it's cognitive fog, is what they call it. Like where it's kind of like you can't like remember something. It's yeah, like right there, I, but I remember it, but I can't focus on it. Yeah, 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 it's like it's there, but you can't pull it. It's it's there, but you can't just grasp it or whatever. And then and then today when I when I was shooting when I was shooting my sig, still my my hands tend to shake. You know, not not a lot, but they still shake. You know, and right. uh, it's getting better, but it's still whenever I try to use fine motor skills. You know, like even when I'm moving the mouse, my hands start to shake, you know, right. and it's gotten a lot less since I got out of the hospital, but still enough where I have to like get a grip and refocus, you know, right. That neuromuscular connection yeah, dude. and everything. It's just been kicking my ass. And, well, uh, and then also when they chemically induce you, stuff like right. that. So, I mean, your brain's still waking up. Your brain's kind of like trying to get back in control of what it used to be in control of versus the, uh, the chemicals that, you know. And I and I can feel it, dude. Suppress everything, basically. Before. I can feel it when I, I can feel it when I'm walking. <clears throat> when I talk, I get I get winded real quick. My heart rate's still accelerated, you know. Man, and we should have played the drinking game for the listeners. Like every time you hear Gary Brugman cough, you gotta take a drink. Yeah, right. Oh, wait. So <laughs> You don't want to play this game with us, Kev. Oh, no. because <laughs> I'd be, I'd, there wouldn't be nobody on this screen right now. There'd <laughs> be a pair of legs sticking up from the floor. Right? Hey, Kevin got me drunk at Thirsty Horse. Uh-oh. I'd have been on my way to pick Gary up. I'd have been like, where are we going? <laughs> you thirsty? <laughs> oh, man. But, um, yeah, man, it's just, you know, COVID... You know, everybody says, oh, do you believe in the virus now? I said, I've always believed in the virus. I, I believe that. I just don't believe the numbers that they were giving us, you know? Yeah, they were they were definitely uh, flubbing the numbers. Like, because, well, I remember before we came, Gary, me and Patty, before we came out here, we were getting um, notifications about people that were dying from literally being on their motorcycle, mm-hmm. getting like a head-on collision with the other person and like they have pictures from like you know the highway patrol showing the bike like in nothing not not even even like recognizable pieces right and they're like he died from covid i'm like no he died from his ass going through his head when he went through the windshield <laughs> right? like are you serious it's like there's nothing about that it's like they were attaching anything to something else you could be dying from not to be rude or anything like a cancer you could be dying from that, and then they would attach it to you yep. and say that that's the reason why, you know, you died from COVID. It's like, no, he had a pre-existing condition that was enhanced from the COVID. It's like you, you, you just, you're just making it fit your narrative. It's just so dumb. It, so that's, dumb. Well, that's what politicians do. For every report that you could get that shows me one way, I'll go find another report that shows you the opposite. That's how right. government works. Yep. And our government is also allowed to use propaganda against the American citizen. It's legal for them to do it. That should have never been signed in 2008, 2009, Obama. You know, that should have never went through. That, sh- that shit should have been wiped clean. 
but you still they they are allowed to use propaganda against the American citizen. And I that can't tell enough illegal. people that. Well, that it used to be. It that used to be. And you're talking about the word domestic terrorist. You are literally the government being a Dude, domestic that, terrorist that, against its own freaking citizens. Well, what were those famous words by Roger, Ronald Reagan? Nine famous words. I'm from the government. Yeah. I'm here to help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you should be very scared when yeah. you hear that that phrase. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And, you, and you know what the I'm fucked up help. part is? The fucked up part is, is I love government. I love government. Yep. We, we we need, need government. We, we need government. It's just you do. Every everybody always says I hate the fucking government. You don't hate the government. You hate who's in charge of the government. Yes, that's the you fucking hate, problem. Right. And that's up to the free. Well, it it was up to the people <laughs> to decide. All right, now the government's deciding who fucking wins from now on because yeah. you know they're in on the ship. Because I firmly yeah. believe that you know the last election was stolen because it was rigged. Because Biden, you know what. He ain't fucking smart enough to have a fucking crowd of people vote for him, you know. <coughs> what did he leave the basement three times to right. go out in public? You yeah, know? yeah. The fucker <laughs> hid in the basement, you know. The fucker hid in the basement, and and freaking, uh, they were thanking they, they were thanking Kamala Harris about everything that she's done. I'm like, what the fuck? That she, what the fuck has she done? She hasn't done shit. You know? She put together she put together a program to bail people out from peaceful protesting. Right. You know? That's what she did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I saw a meme that's very gonna be very relevant. And I shared it on Instagram and it said that unvaccinated sperm will be the next Bitcoin. <laughs> right, we're gonna be the only ones that can reproduce pure right? bloods baby pure bloods <laughs> you gary you gotta have a triple plus because you had natural immunity yep. dude <laughs> I, i'm i'm at 1838 i'm good <laughs> come on baby come on baby milk my prostate there, there, get it all out there you go <laughs> a little to the Gary, left a like, little to the left home and like filling jars and be like selling it to the highest bidder <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Tony, I got the mots. Hey, Tony, I got the mots. All of a sudden, the CO2 truck is pulling up to your neighbor's house. Up <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, but I've been talking to uh, a bunch of my freaking uh, agents on the border, dude, and uh, it's still going crazy down there. They're just not covering it as much. They got people coming in. Uh, everywhere. It's been the busiest month that <coughs> they've had in a while. And uh, it's just been insane down there. And now they're not covering it. Hey, let me ask you something. Now, can can you confirm or, or throw away the fact that I saw a post that said that they are releasing any nationality that comes across the southern border yep. now? So before they were like, if somebody came from Italy illegal... They would take them, process them, and ship them back to Italy. Now they can't do that anymore. It's a, so anybody coming across that southern border, it doesn't matter how you got there, where you're from, you could get through. Right. Yeah, you could be like a Taliban freaking speak jihad. Why? Why does it have to be Taliban? It's the administration. Why does it have to be Taliban? Why can't it be Jap it, uh, Chinese fighters? It's, it's, you know? it's, it's the administration, bro. Because what they're doing is the people they're coming in, they're giving them NTAs, right, which are notices to appear, you know, or um, yeah, um, yeah. Here's your notice to appear. Hey, yeah, so, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> are, are you done having a tantrum? 
No, I'm, okay. I'm saying that's what they do. They just they take that well, nose to the pier. They fucking throw it away. Well, you know, what it is, and, and it's just as ridiculous what I'm going to explain, is the notice to appear is um is a piece of paper. And it's got the address of the immigration judge. And then you, you fold it. And they tell you, when you get to where you're going, put your address on here. Fold it. Staple it, put a stamp on it, because they don't even give you a fucking stamp, the federal government. <laughs> put a stamp on it, right? And put it in the mail so that we... Say, no stamp. Yep. So, and put it in the mail so that so that we can send you a date to go see the judge so we can deport you. Who the fuck's going to do that? You know? Who's going to do that? Nobody's going to do that, you know? And... and it, ma- it, 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 make, it, make, it makes no sense. And it's not, it, you know, everybody says, oh, the Border Patrol's not doing their job. They're not being allowed they, to do their job. When I was well, Border, a- Patrol, Border Patrol is having their hands tied. Like, they're basically hogtied right now. Pretty much. The actual, the actual well, soldiers when, that are on the ground doing their job, when they I, are getting screwed. When I was an agent, then, when I was an agent, I, uh, I, we used to go to muster, and our, our supervisors used to tell us, hey, if you guys... Uh, catch any loads today or if you guys catch any groups we're gonna vr them all because the u.s attorney said he's not prosecuting anybody because they're they're backed up on cases how the fuck is that my problem you know my job is to catch then why isn't there more people to process the exactly cases, exactly process your cases faster put them in detention hold them yeah, but no we have we more judges we had we 24 7 court we had we had we had to release everybody we caught because the u.s attorney was backed up on cases you know I've lost a lot of respect for U.S. attorneys over the years. That is just ridiculous. So does that mean that this is just saying, like, as cops, that you just, just as a regular police officer, that if you catch a criminal and they're just like, oh, we're back to on cases, just let the criminal go. You're like, fine. Just yeah, exactly. Let the criminal go and he can go back out and, you know, yeah, just do whatever that's basically what do. That, that's what's happening in New York City. A New York City police officer was randomly attacked on f- this past Friday, I believe. Right. Maybe earlier. And the person had a hit him with a backpack, but inside the backpack was a safe. So when he was swinging this thing and broadsided the cop, cop never saw it coming, man. Yeah, full him. metal and everything just hit yeah. him outside the head. Ar- arrested him, brought him down. The cop it was still in the hospital, and the criminal was re-released. And this was not his first assault on a police officer. He stabbed an officer two years ago. And did two years of a five-year sentence and was released on parole. Dude, remember that, you know, in New York. That's not our New York City. That's not our New York City. No, remember growing up in New York City when if you hit hit a freaking cop? And don't get me wrong, growing up, our cops like to fight. So, you know, you can get into a tussle with a cop because they wanted to fight too, the beat cops. But you whoop his ass, you put him in a hospital, the next day there'd be five police cars just doing five miles an hour through the neighborhood full of cops. So there'd be about thirty cops, and then and since they were beat, co- since they were beat cops, they knew who they were looking for, you know. Yep. So we'd be hanging out in the park, and you see the freaking police cars coming by, be like, "Hey, what's up, man? You know, homeboy, we we be chilling, you know." Yeah. Next thing you know, all of a sudden, <laughs> you saw you saw Freaky D just hauling ass across the park with like thirty cops on his ass. <laughs> because and they wouldn't you, arrest you; they give you a beat, yep, and let you know. Yep, exactly. Let you know whose streets they are. You know, but not anymore. Nope. <laughs> not anymore. Nope. And nope. All, you know what I always say, and I've said it before on this podcast, TJ. I've always said it. 
I said all this disrespect for cops and all this uh, bullshit that's going on started with our cases, with me, Ramos, and Campeon, when they started prosecuting yep. law enforcement officers for doing their fucking jobs. At the turn of the 2000s, I agree. Yep, yep that, I agree. Before that? At Bush era. Exactly. I think the thing that bothers me the most when it comes to stuff like in your situation, Gary, and then the other, other you know, law enforcement that get processed or, you know, judged this way, it's that they have... It's, it's always somebody that has no idea what it's like to be in, in any of those situations. They try to think of like everything in this weird cracker bat, you know, cracker box, like kind of like oh, this is the way. It's What'd you call to me? Be. I yeah, call I'm a saltine. He didn't brother. stutter. You sit there and re- <laughs> behave yourself. I was like, cracker. <laughs> no, but it's like they they're always coming from a perspective of not knowing anything, like like no military, no like uh, first responder, no nothing, and they always think that they know how it is and how it works, and it's like it doesn't always play out in the perfect scenario of, you know, I asked the guy, please, would you sit down? And then the guy was like, oh, yeah, I'll sit down. Well, certainly, I care for a spot of tea, please. Yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, oh, spot of tea, please. Oh, me and the rest of the bobbies. Yeah, yep. one lump of two. You're like, two, whole lot of lumps. Yep. <laughs> hey, yeah, what but about, that's, uh, but that's not the you want to talk about Steve Banyan? Huh? No, not I yet. I don't really no. know what's going on with Steve Banyan right now. I know. Okay, I guess we're been... talking about it. <laughs> what about him? Well, well yeah, you got to talk then, TJ, because you're in charge of that one. Yeah, go well, ahead. He 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 was uh, he was indicted on a misdemeanor for not showing up to speak to Congress when right. he was ordered to. He don't have to. Right. He executive privilege. Right. Right. So that's what he said, and they wound up bringing him in and taking him to court. And as he was walking into court this morning, he was letting the camera knows this is going to be the biggest misdemeanor thorn in Biden's side, in Pelosi's side, yep. all of them. And uh, he's ready to go to war. He's saying, Patriots, it's time to wake up. We're going to war. Donald Trump just announced his intentions, named the uh, rhinos that he would like to see gone into 2022 election. Yep, and I think that's all, all that's going to happen, too, because the people are just fed up, you know. People are just fed up with the bullshit that they're feeding us. The cost of everything's gone up. It's the most expensive Thanksgiving ever, you know. Ever. I mean, it, it's I, just... I love, I love going to the store to buy bacon, and it's 10 bucks. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, that's, 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 that's ridiculous, bro. That's freaking ridiculous. That's just food. That's not even counting about everything else that we deal with in our lives, like gasoline, you know, and everything like that. Dude, when, bought- when, when Donald Trump was president, when Donald Trump, the gas here in Texas, all right, especially in your area where you live, the gas was freaking 135. 135. Wow. You know? And it, I mean, wow. And there were, and there was, there was for a brief time, there was a brief time where it went down to 90, there were spots in the city that was 99 cents. Remember, TJ, I told you gas is under a dollar? Gas yep, is under a freaking dollar, you know? Self sufficient. It was yep. a beautiful thing. Yep. And, and freaking it's this. Just, pre- it's, it's almost just like you said, though, earlier, too, though, Gary, like you were talking about, it was like this administration has just taken everything and they've gone completely opposite of what, like, what should really be. I mean, it doesn't even matter what side you're on. Like they've just gone completely rogue as to the way uh, you should take care of Americans. Like we were self-sufficient when it came to like energy. Right. So he but, stopped. All of a sudden, Biden came in. No more fracking. Shut down the pipelines. Everything. 
Now like, he's yeah. begging OPEC. Now he's yep. begging OPEC yep. to freaking kick out oil. I don't... And you're like, I don't understand it. I, you're freaking I, asking for permission to do oil when we had the capability to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, then like, there's the no shipping, logic behind that. There's no yeah. logic it's behind just, that at all. It's, you know? it's, it's everything is exactly the opposite. Like you said, it's almost like everything's up it, is down, down is up. It's like he's taking right. It's, it's like he's taking the American dream. He's taking the American dream and just turned it upside down because he doesn't believe in it. And none of them fucking Democrats up on up in the swamp believe in it at all either. You know, they're just tearing everything apart. Everything that we as Americans have worked for to 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 make this country what it what it was. You know, right. all these what it was all the, right. what, what it was. It it's not that. Dude, yeah, I mean, not, not what it is now. That's for sure. This is not our America. This is not dude, America. A, a, a year ago, a year ago. Energy self self-efficient, lowest unemployment numbers for, for minorities and Asians and everything. You know, the economy was freaking booming. Gas was a, a, a dollar and change. Lowest unemployment, like for all races. Lowest unemployment. Yeah, lowest unemployment, yeah. Across for, the board. Yep, exactly. All across the board. You know? Now let me and, ask you something, Gary. Can I ask you a question? You, I know you did a lot of reading, a lot of studying, Constitution, Bill of Rights. Is there anything in there? That says when the administration starts making a 180 turnaround and giving the country away, can we arrest them? Can can what can be done to them? Well, like you can't keep driving our country down well, down dude, this that's, road. That's where the Second Amendment comes in, you know. But you know the freaking government is more powerful than any than everybody out here, you know, because right. the, the Second Amendment, you know, but, is but, to be but used but against there's, tyranny. There's like nothing. The second man was put no- there. Not the, the second man was put there to control the government, not to control the people, not to control right. animals, not to control environmental. Well, if, if you ask Democrats, it's, it's not about asking hunting. a Democrat. It's about hunting. It's only because you can only shoot Bambi <laughs> with like three bullets. Yeah, but we're not asking Democrats because yeah. the freaking Democrats didn't freaking write it. <laughs> you right. Know? Exactly. right. <clears throat> it's just a shame to see the country steered down this path. And a lot of more people are waking up. Like tons of more Americans are more aware of what's going on. Slowly, it's happening. But it's it's happening. And and how long does yeah, dude? This guy's been in office for what? Uh, this is his eleventh month yeah. in office, and he ruined our country. Yeah, he ruined. But our you know economy. what? You know what? This it ain't the first time this country's been ruined. All right, this country's two hundred plus years old, and um. And if it's, you say it's, we'll build it, back better, I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll punch you too, actually. <laughs> no, but dude, th- this country has been through this kind of bullshit before, and it will come back. It may not be in our fucking lifetime, but it's, this country will come back. It, it's the United States of America, man. It's been it's been through shit, you know. It's been through highs and lows and highs and lows, you know. But but it was based on God, dude, and God we trust. It's on our money. You know, that's right. So I just feel like right now with everything that's going on, like uh, it's, I, I never thought I'd be living through like like this type of thing. It just feels like such a stab in the back from especially your own after the last administration we had. Yeah, you know, when you get to see how good it could be. Like literally, like he came into office, and as soon as he got into office, he did executive order after executive order. Anything that had a Trump name attached to it, yeah, he destroyed it. Whether you and you know, it was a good thing. You know or what not. the funny not thing is? You, you know what the policy. funny thing is? Is 
is evil does that. Evil goes after good, you know. Evil will go after the good, and every it's day a, it's a battle. It's living. It's living proof that evil will go after good. And what's really funny about it is that he's he's he did so much good that he's such a thorn in his in their side. But they're still know? talking about him now. I know everything's his fault. He's been gone for eleven months. Everything's yeah. still his fault. He, he could he could die, and they'd still be like, "Well, Trump, yep. freaking twenty years ago, freaking yep. farted in public." And you're like, "Really?" So I mean, dude, have to deal with the cost of inflation right now. <laughs> but but they would have some way to link it. They try to say, you know, oh, this and that. Dude, I remember just, I used to say that Obama was the worst president that we ever had. And, you know, fucking Biden took that cake, bro. First it was Carter, then yeah. it was Obama. Now it's Biden takes the cake. Yep. But Biden, I've been saying it since he's like even before he got elected. I was like, if that dude gets elected, he will be the worst president in history. And then. I mean, you look at it now, the guy literally opens his mouth and well, I wouldn't so, say stupidity. I wouldn't say stupidity comes out because that would require some kind of a thought process. This is just like, he's like the smartest kid with Down syndrome. I like ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> you <know>? exactly. <laughs> so, I like you know what? Road <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm getting kind of tired about talking about this prick. So Word. what do y'all have planned for this weekend? Because, you know, they, they, this dude's starting to fucking depress me. What, what do you guys got planned for this weekend? Hey, uh, how about oh, the listeners dude. to go out and get a Gary Brugman PVC patch from there you Patch go. Ops. Dude, let me see hey, that. Hey. Oh, here, let me see that. Give me it. Out, bro. Dude, that's badass. I like that. Yeah. You should check it's that funny. out. It feels good, right? I got one. <laughs> there you go. That's badass. Make sure you guys yeah, go out and get one. right on my range bag. <laughs> have to have a giveaway for for that one. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm not gonna get it back. <laughs> hey, it's hey, you a, it's a one way portal. I know what I want to do. I want to go shoot your uh, P320. That's what I want to do. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We, we we shall we shall do it soon, man. We shall do it yeah. soon. Um, does it does it is it ergonomically? Does it feel really good, like it, the way it feels? It's there? really nice. Look at him grinning. It's, Look at him grinning. It's really nice, man. It's got it's got that straight trigger on it. Oh, it's got the flat face trigger. Yeah, the skeletized flat face. Yep. What's the capacity? It's seventeen and one. Seventeen. <laughs> seventeen. Well, you know that you got one of these. In California, that'd be high capacity. If you know standard. High capacity. Now, now that brings me to, to another point, you know, um, before we, before I go to what I'm doing this weekend, at least you're not in California doing this whole big mess, huh, Kevin? Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy to be a Texan now. Yep. <laughs> so happy. You got driver's license, license plates, everything on you. I love that freaking, I still, I, I know we talked about it last time, but I'm <laughs> loving my freaking nine mil Glock fed freaking AR that I built that thing. I built that in the kitchen. I built that in the kitchen, like within like a freaking month of me being here. I was like, I'm gonna make something that I can have in California. (laughs) Dude, hey, (laughs) DJ, mandatory. I was like, I'm gonna make something I know I can't have in California. I took him. I took him to the gun show when he moved here, and 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 he was like, I can touch these. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's even crazy? Well, the thing that's even crazier though is like even the Glocks that I own now. They're all Gen 3s. I can't have a Gen 4 or Gen 5 when I lived in California. They wouldn't allow it. It has to be on a list 
and then that list has got to be approved by somebody else and all this stuff. And then every time you get the list approved, they take so many off the list before they put so many on. So it's like more are coming off than that are going on. And then you're like, by the time you're going to get down to it, like you're living in California, you're going to have like a slingshot. That's going to be the only thing that you're allowed yeah. to use. And, and it better not have, and it better not have a site on it. And it's going to be the gen four where it's a rusty or like some messed up wooden <laughs> stick with moss on it still, yep. because it's, you're not allowed to, like you know what I mean, like bone it down to like the, the, the spare wood or whatever the hell it is. Dude, I remember. I remember when I was a kid, I had a slingshot, not and and not 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 like the wrist rocket. I got one of those now. Right. But I had right. this. Right. I had this wooden slingshot, and it had a hole cut out, and it had a piece of plastic that had a cross to it, it was like crosshairs. I was like, "Ooh, gotcha, motherfucker." Yeah. Well, yeah, well, the one yeah. that the one you could get in California would have knots on it and still be a would be a mossy stick. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, You're not allowed to have a slingshot in New York State. Nope. Are you considered serious? a deadly weapon? Yep. Sure is. Oh. Yep. That's why I don't live there anymore. Me neither. And you I know, what? California and New York are in competition. You know, you know what? Uh, don't yeah. don't leave out Chicago. But you know what's oh. crazy is when <laughs> I Chicago takes it to another level because at least their criminal level puts it into a two way range like, kind of thing. When I lived in New York, I was one of those few people that actually had a New York State carry permit. I know. I saw that picture. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That reminds me. I need to hurry up and finish my uh, second half of my LTC so I can start carrying my. Uh, you know, firearm I've been I've right. been telling you, man. I don't know what you're procrastinating on. You should have had. Well, I told you, you, I, dude. I you've been here since April. You should have had that a long time ago. I told you that I I, uh, I did it, and then I thought I was done when I finished my other uh, gun certification that I'd done. Yeah. So. But, and I didn't realize that I had to do the other part. I have to watch. I have to watch those wonderful videos that you uh, and me were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Reconfirming everything that I've already learned so far. I love these reports. How people report on texas and say oh in texas now anybody with a driver's license that's over the age of 21 can buy a pistol and carry it anywhere they want yep. isn't that crazy no no not at all that seems very normal yep <laughs> the only reason why people are weird and actually act weird like that about those things is because they've been taught that that's what's normal right like, realistically if you go back to the way our founding fathers were Everybody carried a gun with them everywhere they went. True that. Everybody. Yep. And and it wasn't. And, it wasn't and I've got mixed feelings about that. What's that? And I've got mixed feelings about that. You know, because the the two way American Constitution guy that I am, I believe everybody should have that right, and I do. Right. Any right. legal person should have that right. You know. Right. The 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 law enforcement guy in me and the avid shooter that I am. On that same note, doesn't want any Joe Schmo that can't handle a gun carrying a gun. You know, that's why you like, should at least have to go and do some kind of a class or something. And that, and that's why I have no problem with licensing. You know, yeah, you, you want you want to carry a gun, get a license that proves you have been trained to use it, that you know what you're doing. Unlike that freaking prosecutor the day that has his finger on the trigger with the chicken wing <laughs> with the chicken wing stance. The chicken wing. You know, chicken wing, chicken yeah. wing, so, cheese and macaroni. Are you done? Oh, sorry. All right. Yes. Well, not so, really, but yes. So you know, like I said, I'm I'm kind of crossed between it because I believe in constitutional carry, you know. But on the same note, I don't want any schmuck that you know. I mean, at today when I was at the range, 
I saw a guy and and I mean it, w- it was just a normal looking guy that I would think if I saw him down the street, hey, you know, battle buddy, right? But this dude was taking some orientation from an instructor and the guy's like, this is a nine millimeter bullet. This is a magazine. Don't don't call it a clip, you know? And this That's is your hair. And this is a semi-automatic <laughs> lock. And that semi-automatic means every time you pull the trigger, you know, the round will go off. And the guy's like, oh, okay, okay. And wow. I'm like, wow. You know, and, and, and the guy was already gray-haired, and you know, I gotta say he was about 40 and change. And obviously he to me, it looked like he came from California. No offense, you know, but it's like he knew nothing. Hey, it's not me. Because, it's not me. <laughs> you know, mind no, you, Exodus, uh, mind California you, and New York people. Mind you, it it, it was in Austin, but the, the I can't see. <laughs> mind you, I can't I can't picture anybody in Texas, even if they are from Austin, not knowing <laughs> how to fire a weapon. Transplant. He's a transplant. You know, so. But yeah, man. You, you know, you run into like all kinds of different people too, though. Cause like, even since I've been out driving around, like I've been doing lately for like, you know, work or whatever, like right now, like I still catch people that say things about firearms that are from here that say, you know, like, oh, well, now there's the constitutional carry and this and that. And they act kind of weirded out about it. And I'm like, well, I was like, you do know that you have had the ability to drive around with a loaded long rifle in your front seat of your car. And that's completely illegal for right. a long time. Right. They didn't know that. Like, yeah, I could ride around with like literally my AR loaded in the front seat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, before you can't do that in California. <laughs> you can't do that in California. I don't even think you can even look at a gun like that. <laughs> you can't look out your window at a gun like that in the car. Probably. They come and tell you that it's illegal. Stop! Stop admiring freaking firearms. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, uh, it's just. Uh, it's kind of funny the whole concept though behind it, like how people are gotten so, I would almost say institutionalized. <clears throat> what they believe is like the norm. Like you're, I mean, if you're alive, and somebody threatens your life, you should be allowed to protect yourself. Right. Why do you mean? With any so means necessary. necessary. Why is that so hard to understand? It's hard to defend yourself when you're the one that brought the gun. Yeah, you heard that bullshit. Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you give up. You give up your so. You give up self defense so, when you're carrying a yeah. gun. So, so you're so telling me everybody that's got a license to carry is out is out there looking for a freaking, you know, everybody's you, got a license to carry license? isn't allowed to defend themselves with a the weapon. You need a license to drive a car. You need a license to ride a motorcycle. You should have a license. <laughs> To, to prove that you're capable with a gun. Right. That's all it is. It's a skills test. That's it. That's it. And you know, but here, here's the thing. Constitutional carry doesn't allow you to carry across state lines. No. You no, know, it's just here. however, you got a freaking license to carry. You can carry in. What is it? 42 states. CCW. Yep. Yep. Well, it, it, it's, it's CCW in some places carrying, carrying concealed weapon. In Texas, it's just a license to carry, concealed or open, don't matter. Oh, well, okay. See, even though in my situation, like how I'm all about firearms and our rights to carry firearms, I won't let Patty, my wife, for everybody out there, I won't let her carry a gun because I don't feel confident that she knows enough about shooting a gun. Like, like, like I've always taken her to the range, and I've always been the one that's like charging the weapon, loading the weapon for, her, and I'm like. 
I feel like if cut the cord, like, Kev. Cut the cord. Well, that's the thing is like I want. Well, I don't want to be the one to teach her because you know how everybody's always like a little more resistant to like people that they know. They're like, stop telling me what to do, you know, blah. I got daddy issues. You're like, yeah, don't talk to me, whatever. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Right. But that's why I was going to have either Gary or somebody else like, hey, here, take Patty and show her how to shoot once I buy her her own firearm. Right. But I, I want her to have to do the manual of arms. I, you need to load the magazine. You got, you got you to need, know the basics, bro. Yeah. We, we Put it into the freaking weapon. Charge the weapon. No multiple ways to charge your we, weapon. We even do that in real estate. When 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 your sales starts getting slow or, or something's just not right, you know. Start you start charging go, your weapon? You, yeah, we start charging a weapon. You know, we, <laughs> we go back to the basics, bro. The basics of, right, of right. Uh, the fundamentals of sales, you know. Right, and right, it's right. just knowing the basics and going back to the basics. You know, but yeah, you know what? People been listening to us for an hour and it's almost time to check out. So let's Ooh. go. Let's go ahead and roll. Thank you, Kevin, for being here for an hour. Thank you, Big Daddy Roughneck for joining me. Oh, yeah. It's your man, Big Daddy Roughneck. That concludes this episode of the Gary Brugman podcast. Please like and subscribe on social media. Uh, uh, yeah, some, some, some. Have a great night. We'll see you next time. Yeah, man. So that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you for being here for the past 58 minutes. It's been real. So God bless y'all. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Be savage. God, Texas, and on it first. God bless America. Catch y'all next time. Recording stopped. There we go.